come on, come on. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, it's like worth living, should I blast myself? I'm tired of being born, even worse, I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Cops give a damn about a Negro. Pull a trigger, kill a nigga, he's a hero. Get it back to the kids, who the hell cares? One less Hi guys, it's your host Nicholas Jimenez. Hey guys, it's Town. Hey, welcome to the Coming Down <laughs> Podcast, your weekly intake to everything psychology, sociology, mixed in pop and internet culture. Because you want to know why? We're trying to put you on game, friend. So hi, Miss Town. Hello. How are you? How was your week? Because I missed you. I've seen you in like two days. I know. I was gonna say <laughs> we met twice this week. We're I trying know. to be professional. Yes, <laughs> but I know. um, I'm decent. You're decent. You know, we'll talk about it in the hot topics. Yeah, we'll but talk about it in the hot topics. How are you? How am I? That's the question, right? How are you? <sighs> I don't know, to be honest, because like I've been feeling a lot different lately, and it has to do a lot with like the whole job situation like i'm being so serious and i you're thought laugh- you were going to talk no, about asmr no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> i'm being so serious and you're just laughing at me no no but i'm like but okay. i'm being serious like the whole job thing and like i'm obviously like i'm super blessed that i have a job because mm-hmm. obviously uh, there's people out there my age older and younger that are dying to get a job mm-hmm. but it's like yeah i have a job i'm making money ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Whatever. I can put gas in my car. I can get a Chipotle. Whatever. But like, I still feel unhappy. You get know what I'm saying? I mean, and yeah. And like, and and I feel like I keep beating myself up because I'm feeling like, damn, like, am I ungrateful? Like, what the hell's wrong with me? You know? I get it because you know I'm, I'm going through a similar, really, like, I guess emotional state. Um, no, uh, really? but I feel like it. So I, I guess I feel guilty sometimes, wanting or aspiring to have more or mm. just knowing that i'm capable of more what so it's are. a little frustrating yeah. even though i'm so grateful that i have a job mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a career oh, or oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, same here like my own company or anything like mm-hmm, that but mm-hmm. it's a job and mm-hmm. it's teaching me like responsibilities useful skills I guess. like social yeah. skills and whatnot but I understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, just like, it's just a little bummer that you have to show up to something that you're not yeah. fully interested in. And, and the thing is, is that for like, bills. The, you know, the thing that is at a television network, so I'm like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. going to like milk this. I'm going to see if I can meet somebody. Maybe I can get an opportunity. Oh, or a new <laughs> mentor or something that might just fail y'all. But it's all straight. <laughs> it's all straight. Our boy Marcus, he is helping us. <laughs> Say hi, Marcus. Hi, Marcus. <laughs> that's him. That's that's my Asian friend. I never had an Asian friend until him. So. Bitch. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. oh, you're Asian too. Oh. What up? No, no. Before, like, I never had like an Asian friend before until I met you and him. But I keep forgetting that you're. I keep thinking that you're Caucasian. Yeah. But yeah, and I don't. Okay. I don't have a Jewish friend. I don't have an Indian friend. I don't have. Um, I guess you could call. I do have a Russian friend, but I don't really. Wow. Like, I do have a That's Russian friend. That's pretty far. Yeah. But like, but like, she rich though, so like, okay. we not we friendly, but we not. Oh, haha, bitch, what's popping? No, yeah. not like that. Yeah. But anyways, but like back to the whole job situation. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking like, oh, I'm at a TV station. Oh, whoop de whoop. You know, yeah. my dreams are coming. Boop 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 boop. But it's just like, just sitting at that front desk and just like seeing like seeing the hosts 
on television because like obviously I see them come in the door and then I see them on the television because like there's TVs all Mm -hmm. around the, the, the front lobby and it's just like damn they look like they're having the fucking time of their lives do they really yes like they like they look like they're having so much fun even when they come out when they leave they're oh, like okay. they're such in like in a chipper mood they're like oh hi or like is my lunch here yet like yeah so i'm like fuck yeah how do i be one of y'all like yeah fuck. so and, it, and it's just like frustrating and and this is like like i said like i feel like i have so much more to give than just being like a front desk receptionist yeah. you know what i'm saying like I mean, and again like i feel guilty because like i have a job like i get mm-hmm. decent money it's and you know, my the my co-workers are so cool yeah. and nice you know what i'm saying so it's like what more can i ask for you know what i'm saying it's just about like i want more and i feel so, like such a dick you know yeah yeah i know exactly what you mean but there that's part of what makes your 20s, your 20s. Word, right? And that's what makes a goat a goat. You're hungry and you're grinding yeah. and you're hustling and you're not really accomplishing much when you're looking at your day to day, but you are when you reflect back when you're older. True. True. And I can, I can, I can say that too, because like I, all the fucking, op- I'm only fucking 21 and all the opportunities that I already, I've already experienced is yeah. like far from none. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. Going to BET, going to like Revol or New York Fashion Week, shit like that. Like a lot of 20 year olds don't do that, you know, and being able to like a sustainable business either on Mm -hmm. social media or just like whatever I'm doing so I don't have to have a nine to five. So like in my mind, I'm still like, I'm still here. And then. But that's important because that means you're not settling for like, oh, I had this fantastic experience and I'm content with that. Like, no, you want more and you want more for a good purpose you want to make an impact in not only your life but other people's lives absolutely and and then like it just bothers me like when i have these conversations with like say like co-workers family or friends are they typically older because for me it's typically they're fairly older older. yeah they're fairly older i'm the baby of the house anyway so yeah they're usually fairly older then it's sometimes sometimes kids too kids younger than me like in high school and and it bothers me it bothers me like their mindset but then when i'll talk to them about like like say like my coworkers when I first got there they're like I asked them like oh what like how did you get here like oh did you always want to do this and they're like no but you know it pays the bills da, 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 I have yeah, kids whatever that's whatever that's like my worst nightmare is like oh it and then pays they'll be the like, bills they'll be like oh um yeah I'm just doing this so I can get into the police academy or something mm-hmm. and I was like really like why are you limiting yourself or like or like there's this there's because like they changed my department so like i'm still in the front desk but like i'm in another section yes so and now i i have a new coworker that i just met and she, i was you know me and her were like being friendly i was asking her like oh who are you what's up like, yeah how long have you been here whatever this bitch has been here for almost like 20 years at the front desk yes but she's done like other things yeah she's like she's done like um She's, she was a manager. She was, like, a property manager and other stuff. And then, like, but because she even said herself that, like, she'd just rather just sit at a desk and chill all day. Like, she 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 told on herself. Like, remember when I was telling yeah. you, like, listen to people? Yeah. She literally told on herself that she's, like, lazy. And she's, like, oh, I'd rather just sit at the front desk and, like, just chill and do nothing. Well, and I just mean, twiddle my fingers, and I was like, "Companies need that." So I mean, I was like, "What?" The glad heck? it worked out for you. And then and then I'm asking, and I asked her, I was like. 
but what about, like do they didn't don't they take away your pay like do they pay you like she's like no i get pretty much the same pay and i was like but you don't want more out of life she's like nah i'm pretty chill here i was like you've given up bitch like you, like in my head i'm like yeah you've given up and i'm like i don't want to be you at all like stay mm-hmm. far from me and like i feel so disrespectful saying that but it's just like i get so physically emotionally and like mentally like distraught like i want to like shank this hoe like, <laughs> how dare you say that like you're okay with this like yo you have fucking kids bro like yeah set an example yeah. bitch like ah oh, but that's oh that's oh my god let me not talk about this we talking so- about the show that was our therapy session for the day. I know, Reese. Call our hotline. <laughs> no, we're going to have a bigger therapy session after that mm-hmm. for the meat and potatoes. But yeah, for today's icebreaker, we're going to talk about this dope little quote that Miss Town brought to my attention, and I want you to read it. Go ahead. Okay, so this quote I found on Instagram. I forget the, um, the page, but regardless, quote's amazing. It says... Step into the fire of self-discovery. The fire will not burn you. It will only burn what you are not. Go ahead. Okay. So Marcus, last week, if you listened to the podcast, um, Marcus Majors, he Let said something. Let me stop you. I found the Instagram. It's called collective. Evolution. Yeah. Underscore evolution. So collective underscore evolution. If y'all want to find it. Go ahead. Um, so last week when we had Marcus Majors on, he said something very similar, but he used a metaphor of a tree mm-hmm. that whatever did not like whatever branches didn't stay on the tree he did not need Mm -hmm. so it's the same concept of well he used the the analogy of fruit because like when you shake the the tree and whichever fruits fall that's the fruit that you don't need but keep going precisely yeah so this one this quote is saying the same thing and i think it's extremely relevant for the generation that we're in because Mm -hmm. we're all at this age where we have a lot of access to information and people Uh especially that we may or may not necessarily need Mm -hmm. so with self-discovery we're able to kind of decide and manipulate what information means as well as what we need and do not need Mm -hmm. in our life as far as people whether like it could be food it could be like your own personal schedule it could be habits that you have of like self-love or hate Mm. however you express it Mm -hmm. um just personal growth is what it comes down to and i really appreciate that so then i want you to answer the question what like what is it burning off of you like the things that you feel like that you are not like what do you think what do you think that you will find about yourself i guess for me right now mm-hmm. Long perspective <laughs> <laughs> my word that i'm going to choose is perspective okay so that's the, that's what that's cuz it's saying this fire will not burn you it will only burn what you are not yes. so what is that how does that deal with perspective so for me i'm consistently changing the perspective that i'm viewing myself and okay. that i'm viewing others with in order to better understand how to be a better person. So pretty much like putting yourself in their shoes, kind of? Yes and no, because I mean, it reverts to me as well. Like looking Mm. at myself through other people's Mm -hmm. eyes and looking at them Mm -hmm. the same. So Mm. um, trying to cut habits that are not a positive 
influence on the people around me mm. as well as myself or that's really what i'm trying to work on you're seeing it like in terms of like how are you affecting people like what yeah. you're doing like what am i bringing to the to table? table okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay and like, a little quick tidbit i like your highlighter oh thanks i just noticed when it's you were, becca <laughs> when you were talking um for me i would say what's I don't know. Um, kind of like with the thing that we were that I was telling you about on mm -hmm. show prep, that before I was saved, because obviously I'm a man of God. Um, I was saved. I was baptized and whatever. Um, and you know now I'm like more chill, more sanctified and into my own. But I feel like before I was like this mutt. Like I would just freaking pop off by on like from like the drop of a pin. Like I'll pop off on everybody You're i want to fight anybody i want to cuss out everybody but then after being saved i was like you know what <sighs> Wusa, let me be the bigger person and then i feel like being the bigger person which is a good thing but i feel like i do it too often mm -hmm. and i feel like it's hindering my growth and i feel like people are taking are taking my maturity and i guess like my calmness for weakness yeah and I feel like, like I said, I feel like people are taking advantage of that. So mm -hmm. I feel like what I need to work on on myself or like, say, if this metaphorical fire and if I stepped into it, I want to shed like not the fear of like popping off because that was one of my fears before. Because like yeah. I had I have I growing up, I had really bad anger management problems and I had to go like to therapy for it. But I feel like now I'm fine. But it's not the fear of popping off. It's just like, how far am I willing to do it? Cause like okay. I, like when I say, oh yeah, I'll shank a bitch. I really mean I will <laughs> shank a bitch, like figuratively and for real, for real. So it's like I want to be that kind of person that like, yeah, I can clap back or I can, you know, um, just hold your own. Yeah, but like in a respectful, classy yeah. way. But you know, like I'm. I, I I'm someone that you respect. You don't just talk to me any way yeah. you fucking want to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's I second second. That's my second choice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I okay. So that's cool, right? You got yeah. yours out. I got mine out. All right, perfect. Boom. Okay. Woo 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 boop 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 boop. All right. So today we are going into the hot topics and. Oh, my throat is already itching because it's so much. Okay, so we got we got a we got a, a a lot to talk about for this first section of the hot topics. So we have a couple videos for you to listen to. Obviously, we're looking at it, but we're going to play the audio so y'all can hear it too. So this first one is this bald chick. I don't know her name. I found it on Twitter and I'll put it up right now and we'll give our commentary when we're done cool i if the president wants to come up to me and tell me to my face that it was a terrible tragedy and how it should never have happened and maintain telling us how nothing is going to be done about it i'm gonna happily ask him how much money he received from the national rifle association
So just as a little run back. So she's talking about how, oh, that wasn't a fart. It was a notification. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so she, what she was talking about, she was talking about the, the Parkland shooting. And she was talking about how she feels disrespected that um, Donald Trump is just tweeting out here, oh, thoughts and prayers or whatever. Oh, it was such a tragedy. Mm-hmm. But then she put us all on game that she found out that Trump gained... $30 million from the National Rifle Association, which is an association that pretty much pretty much regulates the laws and protocols for gun laws or for like anything gun related. So they're the people that will make gun laws, enforce them, remove them, all that good stuff. And also a little tidbit, too. I found it on an article right here. I'm pulling up right now. It's from L.A. Times that. The National um, Rifle Association mm-hmm. actually gave him thirty million when I, when he was running, so he can pretty much win against what's her face Hillary, Hillary Clinton. So they were pretty much like giving him a boost in terms of like um, sponsorships and you know just like yeah. pretty much boosting him up, pretty much boosting his image up. So I found that really interesting. But. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Interesting is a nice neutral word. (laughs) I'm going to use shameful and disgusting as my choices. Uh Um, I'm so sad that this event has occurred. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, I'm so sensitive about it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think that I would be considering that I was not personally affected, but I'm so proud. But it's so close to home. Yeah. I'm just so proud of these students, these young teenagers whose concerns really should not be gun laws. And they are banding together and trying to create a movement. And so far it's been pretty peaceful, Mm -hmm. which is an accomplishment in itself. Mm -hmm. And if it does tend to get violent or it does get violent at any point, I wouldn't be shocked, but if they are able, and if we are able, because I would love to take part in the march on Same. Washington on March 24th. Yeah, that's um, what you told me, March 24th. Yeah, March Let's 24th. Washington, I don't got money like that, but I'll I don't feed. care. It is Just worth being broke. Just it is let me worth know. being broke. Let me know. If that could have been us. Word. That could be Word. our children. Amen. It could be your brother, your Amen. sister, your grandkid. And I've always wanted to be part of a protest, too. Yeah. I'm going to make a nice, pretty big sign. Yeah. And I'm going to put my at name, pod, common ground. Check this mm-hmm. out because we're going to take that. Yeah. So keep going. No, I'm just so proud that this protest has begun intelligently mm-hmm. and through without the violence, quote unquote, proper channels, mm-hmm. um, which never seem to be effective. But at <laughs> least it's saying, hey, we're trying to do this we're. the way that you have laid out is acceptable and if it works fantastic if it doesn't work i still think that this protest will be a very impactful one and laws will change and what i think about it is is like how how does an organization or whatever association foundation whatever you want to call it why would they give him 30 million for people's deaths i don't i don't that's the only thing i don't yeah. understand and i tried to look it up but like it's still the answer was like kind of hazy it wasn't really like making sense to me and it was like okay like i understand that you're cr- trying to protect us make these laws and you're trying to enforce them but then you're going to give the president this lump sum amount of cash mind you he's already a billionaire 
for these teenagers' deaths. Like we're just I feel like it's petty almost, cash to them. You get what I'm saying? Like it's almost like a token. Like really? you know when like I say there's like a mob boss or something, mm-hmm. and they everybody has a token. Like there was this one movie, and everybody, <laughs> everyone, it was um. I think it was John Wick. It was the second one. Okay. And everybody would pay in gold coins when okay. they wanted like an assassination done. Ooh. I feel like it's very similar. Like it's, it's, it's a it's a gold coin of like, hey, like we want this favor done. Uh, so kind of like know what when I you mean? put the dollar in the machine at the arcade and you okay. get four coins. Kind of like that. No. That's totally different. Yes. So don't mind me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I never saw the movie, but okay. It's a really good movie. John Wick 1 and 2. If you're angry, it's you're great. Angry. It's great. Watch them. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know. First of all, where does the where do, where does the president get off from accepting such that? And two, why did that association give him 30 mil? I don't get it. Two, unknown. One, mm-hmm. um, he shouldn't, and it's probably only because he's fucking Donald Trump and white privilege and ah, money privilege speak. and whatever else you want to say. Speak, and I also and 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 I also feel I I feel what the girl was saying like, oh, it's a tragedy. Oh, our thoughts and prayers, bitch. Like, can you say something else? Like, so, say something. Let me inform say you. Say something else than fucking thoughts and prayers, because that shit gets so annoying. Yeah. Ever since, ever since the last tragedy with um, Las Vegas, like I've been so annoyed with that phrase. Yeah. Oh, our thoughts and per- bitch, you know how many fucking people died there. And people get Hundreds. offended when it's like, oh, this hashtag won't save lives. Well, it's true. It's not going to save lives. How but about it we change? Awareness. I agree. You know it spreads saying? awareness, and we've gotten to the point where awareness is so, I guess, prevalent. Yes, prevalent mm-hmm. that we're at the point that we can have such a great protest mm-hmm. happening. So I guess it was and was not effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes time. And unfortunately, for some reason, we think that it needs to take more people getting shot multiple times uh, for no reason. I don't want that. But it would be nice if this was the last for one. Cause oh because trust and believe I got me a, a little doozy because there's a Detroit anchor that has something to say and let me pull up the video right now. Oh, I love this guy. So Dale Hansen moves away from sports this morning. He has something he wants to say about school shootings. Here is his extra point. Another high school shooting yesterday, this one in Florida, 17 dead, the last report I saw. And everybody sends their thoughts and prayers again because that works so well. This is the 18th high school shooting in America this year, and we have 10 and a half months to go. We've had 290 since 2013. We average about one a week, but there's just nothing we can do. If it was a Muslim or a Mexican doing the shooting, how many new laws and how much money would we spend then to stop the madness? But since it's almost always a white kid, there's just nothing we can do. America has 5% of the world's population and yet 31% of the world's mass shootings. We're worried about people coming to this country. They should be worried about us going to theirs. Australia had four mass shootings between 87 and 96. They passed stricter gun laws and haven't had a single mass shooting since. And here I thought guns don't kill people do. Is this the people we are? Last time I said we need to find a way to stop a nut with a gun, and that's all I said. I get an email saying, I'm saving my last bullet to put it right between your eyes. Just another responsible gun owner in America, and I'm taking all bets. He's a white guy. 
So there's just nothing we can do. I'm Dale Hansen. It's getting harder to enjoy the day. I don't know what else to say. Like, he got it. Like, he hit it right on the head. Like, what is there else to say? Soft smiles. <laughs> I love him. I love if nobody else has seen this video. He is a old white man with white hair. Mm-hmm. And he is using his white privilege yes. to the fullest to speak out against everything that's On such happening. a huge platform such as the news. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I applaud that because he's absolutely right. Like, it's the second month and we're already up into the 20s and the 30s of mass shootings. Like, are you fucking serious? How, how long? Like, how many more are going to be at the end of this year once we hit December? Like... How much more of the population is going to get killed? Like, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, it just bothers me. And then those are my two. And then you brought me up this one, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it before I play it or? Well, yeah, because I mean, just so people can understand why we formatted the way we've laid these out. Um, the first person to speak was one of the victims. Mm-hmm. Or the little bald girl. Not a victim, but the one ones of were affected. the students who has chosen to take action and the second person that was speaking was an old white news reporter Mm -hmm. who chose to use his larger platform and experience to his advantage and the next person that is going to speak is somebody who was not really affected at all by this particular shooting but because of where she's from i'm sure she has a bunch of empathy towards Mm -hmm. these Mm -hmm. people and occurrences of course so you can go ahead and play it Mm -hmm. and y'all y'all know who it is by by the by two seconds (laughs) you know and i see a lot of high schoolers middle schoolers even elementary schoolers even though you're not supposed to be watching me i know y'all be following me and it's like i've been seeing a lot of school shootings happening and it's never the like the the school shooter never looks like the jock the the cheerleader, the the popular kid. It's always like a kid that looks a little bit socially awkward and everything. And it's just like, I feel like one of the best ways to prevent these type of tragedies is stop picking on these kids. Stop bullying these kids. The devil speaks to you the most when you feel helpless. Stop picking on them. If you see this kid, then you know he's a little weird. Or, or this girl, you know, she's a little not like you. Compliment them. Say hi to them. That that should feel better than like picking on somebody that you know is not gonna do something to you. Like it was your girl Cardi B. <laughs> Ew. No, but I have. Do you want something to say? No, you, you go first. So this might like I know this is a very serious topic, but I want to reference an anime that I saw because like when she said that uh, <laughs> 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 when she said that um. Uh, that the devil was watching you the most when you're at your lowest. And Please tell me it's Soul Eater. No, it's not Soul Eater. No, no, it's not Soul Eater. But it's kind of the same concept, but it's this anime that I just finished probably like two weeks ago. It's called Noragami, and pretty much it's about like gods and stuff, mm-hmm. and pretty and like spirits and like humans and whatever. So essentially in the show, once a human or spirit does, like once they start um, thinking either evil thoughts or start doing bad things, they'll start um, growing these like warts oh. that are 
quote-unquote phantoms or like the yeah. devil pretty much and and and, it, and especially like spirits like once they start doing bad things like these warts will grow and the phantoms are pretty much like taking over their soul so i completely agree with what she said that like the devil is on your ass when you're at your lowest because i'm thinking like the show that that little boy he was thinking those those evil and impure yeah. thoughts i'm pretty sure that all those demons and all those devils were all up on him giving him yeah. warts and shit you know what i'm saying so that's what i wanted to reference and you know what i'm saying and she what she also said about like it's never it's never the it's never the jock it's never the cheerleader it's never even the nerd you know what i'm saying because nerds have friends too it's usually like she said like the socially awkward person that doesn't really chill with anybody Mm. and again um because you know how i feel about people who have the same name as me i I don't give them any respect but (laughs) this boy again i don't know him i don't care to know him i don't care not sorry if you feel any type of way about it, but I don't. He, he <laughs> right? Like Jesus, because <laughs> our our engineer was just opening a whole bar candy of bar Snickers. I'm like, Jesus, can you open it any louder? <laughs> no, but um, but uh, what was I saying? Like, I don't, I don't respect the kid at all. Like, I don't give a fuck that. Oh, he's mentally ill. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know exactly what you was doing when you was pulling that trigger. You know exactly what you was doing when you was pussing, pussing, putting those Instagram pictures of you in guns in your hand mm-hmm. and a mask on thinking you all cool. Like, first of all, that's a cry for help, first and foremost. So I blame I blame the people who follow him thinking that that's just cute. Yeah. And I also blame his parents because why the fuck do he has fucking guns in the house? So he was living with a foster family, his friend's family. Because his Wait, mom which died. One? Which one? The shooter. No, no, no. I'm saying, is he living with the foster family or with his friends? Well, one in the same. Okay. Um, and I a, still don't care. I still don't blame them. Apparently, the cops have been called to the house about him 39 times. <clears throat> so, placing blame on the fact that police missed it or the FBI missed it, like, you cannot count on our justice systems to work correctly. Until there's a hundred percent of the time, that's never going to happen. But also, the majority of the time, they do not work correctly, and we all know someone who has been wrongly persecuted or Mm -hmm. accused. Um, So, I don't think blame should be on our justice system. I definitely think it should be in the fact that we even have assault rifles as an option Mm -hmm. to be bought because. At the end of this the day, this is not no third world country. Yeah, I this mean, is the land of the free and home of the brave. As awful as this sounds, a handgun would not have killed as many people. It would still it would. be a tragedy. People and it would, would still, still be hurt, have but, been hurt. Yeah, exactly. But it would not have been on such totally a drastic scale. I totally agree. And it would have been easier to stop him exactly. because he potentially could be more approachable because i mean you're not like running somebody with nine bullets when they're coming towards you or away from you it's a matter of fact word word this is like and i'm sorry that if if i'm coming off like if i'm blaming the people but it's just like it is what it is yeah i'm saying like i have no sympathy for him it's not like oh he needs therapy oh he probably do but you know what i'm saying those families are never gonna see their kids again do you know what i'm saying i i don't want to ever Again, this is might be hard to hear, but mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say it because he's still a young kid. But I, I hope he doesn't see the light of day. I hope he rots in jail. Because how dare you have my name? 
I'm not being funny right now. I'm how dare you have my name and pretty much slander yes. us. You get what I'm saying? Because my name is very common, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. How dare you have such a beautiful name that means victory of war, that means light of gods. How dare you do that? You get what I'm saying? Like, nah, I don't fuck with that shit. Not one bit. Like, you making us look like the enemy. Even though that's not how society yeah. sees it, but we see it. Because that's, that's us. It's part of your identity. You know what I'm saying? So, ill, Gross. And he had fat ears anyway, so ill. I don't care if I'm bullying him. Mm. I don't care. Anything else to add? No, I just appreciate the way these people used, like what they could control yeah <laughs> which was what they put into the world and mm-hmm. their audience um it's, it's just hard bro it's just hard that's just that's just a hard thing to talk about and you know knowing that our show is like you know more light and funny but you know this is a platform and this is our platform we want to use it correctly and plus it's so close to home too so we just want to put y'all on game about that but in other news, <laughs> ooh, Black Panther, woo-woo, win, win, All right, so if y'all haven't seen Black Panther, I've seen clips, I've seen the trailer, I personally haven't seen it, but I've heard it through the grapevine that is popping. And I looked it up on IMDb and on Rotten Tomatoes, and I got a 98%. Wow. In one weekend. And mind you, put y'all on game again. This weekend grossed over $300 million in one weekend. It's the fifth most biggest um, movie opening in history. And it's for the colors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's it's for us black folk. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm dying to see it. Me and my best friend are going to see it hopefully this Sunday or sometime next week. But, I can't wait to see it. And I've been watching all the interviews about it, like on The Breakfast Club, on Angie Martinez, on The View, on The Real, everywhere. On Ellen. I've been listening to it all and it's so juicy and I can't wait. <laughs> So, do you have anything to add about that? Um, I saw something really cool on Instagram. It was this teacher. She had the Black Panther mask on. And every single student, because it was like, I don't know, maybe like second or third graders. She had them do like a little handshake. (laughs) Let's just call it a handshake. Before they entered the class. So, they all had to line up and do like a Black Panther handshake. And then they could enter. Oh, that's cute. Right? I was like, oh. I I will. I'll find it. That's cute. I know. And I also want to talk about like building the, unity. Ah, I also want to talk about like the cultural, um, uh, how would you say cultural benefit or? What do you tell me? What you want to say, and I'll give okay. you some words. Okay, so pretty much like how it's impacting culture, like how positively it's impacting culture, like how like uh, African American culture. Yeah, no, not even just culture in in general, just like superhero culture movie culture african-american culture popular culture pop culture <laughs> that would be the I'm term you're looking you for know what i'm saying like people going over there at the movie theaters dressed in dressed, i love it dressed to the nines and their little african guards look so cute and their little headdresses there was this one um 
there's this one movie theater, I think it was in Memphis, Tennessee, I'm not too sure, don't quote me if it was on Memphis, but it was somewhere up north, it wasn't in Florida, that they, um, they had a, um, a potluck. Oh, yeah. They had a potluck at the movie theater, so everybody was with the little foods, at that's the little so plate, cool. they had the, t- the movie, I was like, oh, that's so cute. Um, also, their, um, uh, 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 um. What's his name? Kendrick Lamar, because you know he's pre- very prevalent in the movie. He's not in the movie, but his music is very prevalent yes. in the movie. He, because he's from, what, Compton, right? Mm-hmm. He bought out a couple oh, um, yeah, I heard about movie that. theaters in the city for all the, you know, all the less fortunate kids yeah, in the, the hood, youth. whatever, to go watch it for free. And I was like, that's how you fucking do it. I know. That's how you do it. That's how you use your influence. <laughs> That's how you use your influence. That's how you provide good, like pretty much like good face for, yes. our, for our people. You get what I'm saying? Like His activism is excellent. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> we should like do a deep every time I say that. Like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Because I say like, and I mean way too many <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah. Same. Oh my gosh, same. <laughs> Excuse you. You same, don't agree. <laughs> same, 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 same. But no, like, I just feel like this movie, I don't feel like it's only a black thing. I think it's a human thing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that we're break. they're breaking so many doors and I feel like I can't wait until the next one. I can't wait to. I haven't s- seen the first one. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I didn't even see the first one, but I can't wait to see like the the snowball effect and mm-hmm. the triple effect that this amazingly beautiful movie has just has done to the masses. Because it hasn't only affected um, American culture; it's affected people over there in Europe and um, Australia and Japan, like like. It's oh, I would love to know what Japan it's thinks. It's affecting everybody in such a positive way. I saw it on on Instagram that in Japan, because uh, Michael B. Jordan was talking about it. He when he went to one of the premieres over there in Japan, they were they weren't dressed in African guards. They were dressed they were dressed in like their native like you know. Oh yeah, okay. Like, so like kimono hose, kimono hose. Oh, Kim- sorry, sorry, they're India. What the fuck am I talking about? Kimonos and stuff and yeah. like their native like I guess dressing or uniform yeah traditional gowns and And i was like oh that's so cute that's a really cool way to pay homage and then like i feel like i feel like with all this tragedy i feel like this movie came out at the perfect time just to shed light on humanity and just to show you that like we're just so beautiful as creatures you get what i'm saying yeah we do we do so much more when we lock arms and work together than when we're pointing the finger and fighting each other yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he like this particular hero is coming at the proper time because I mean there was Superman, there was Batman, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of like Black Panther's time mm-hmm. to come out and be the new the generation. New yeah. yeah, the new era yeah, of superhero. Definitely. I hope he doesn't get washed into all that other nonsense <laughs> because they got like? Batman looking like a Lego man. <laughs> they got Superman with his weaknesses being him being overly emotional, which like I don't understand, but I can't wait to see the movie. And I'll- I also feel like this had the same, like, culturally, this had the same effect, the same way how Wonder Woman did. You know what I'm saying? Like, how- But original Wonder Woman, not the current one, because the current one, it's, I'll give it, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's an, a very interesting take on her, mm-hmm. but she has classic, like, female 
tropes of weakness okay. as her being overly emotional, clouding her um, in the new movie. Yeah, clouding her decision making as far as attacking um, the villain. Um, also, aesthetically, like her body structure. Yes, she is a very fit person, but she is not like superhero fit. She would be a little bulkier. Nonetheless, I still respect that actress mm-hmm. a lot because mm-hmm. she it's a tough she's role. a great role model. Yeah, of course. But I mean, you know, but you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it did have its effect on culture. I feel like roughly the same. Yes. You get what I'm saying. But enough about that. <laughs> so. Wonderful honor. So our last on topic today. So I'm pretty sure that y'all have not been scrolling through Instagram or Twitter or YouTube and talked about. It's okay. Don't matter. And talked about or even seen Miss Fergie. Miss Fergie Fergs, Miss Duchess, Miss Duchess from the Black Eyed Peas singing the national anthem. I did not listen to it. I saw it and I was so embarrassed for her that I just opted not to listen. Same. Like, I <laughs> saw it and it was just so bad that, like, after like 10 seconds, I just like kept scrolling because I'm like, that's Ooh. really you, Fergs? Like, Mm, I heard you sing live before. That's not how you sing, babes. Like, did you have a frog in your throat? Like, what happened? I don't, I can't speak on this. And then she was like, oh, that I was trying to take, like, a jazzy vibe to it, which I get, because no, not everybody can sing the national anthem because the national anthem is a very hard song. It goes up 12 octaves. So if you don't know what that means, that goes up 12 levels of singing. So, like, uh, the lowest octave, think of... But it also depends on where you start yeah, in the yeah, octaves yeah, that yeah, makes the song difficult. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So the first octave, think of, think of who has a pretty nice deep voice. The weekend. No, nah, I'm kidding. I thought you were gonna say vocal nah, range in falsetto. I was nah. like, yo, he got I mean, that. The same thing. We get him saying the same thing. So probably think of like Marvin Gaye-ish, um, Nat King Cole-ish, kinda, like Tyrese-ish. John Legend-ish. I, that's who I was looking for. I was like, John Legend is probably the person I would think so of. So like, that's probably like the lowest octave. And then the highest octave would be like Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. You see how much of a big-ass difference that is? So not everybody can sing that, that has that kind of vocal not range. Not everybody's Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not everybody's Adele either, so. Yeah. So. Mm, Fergs, what what happened, babes? Like, problem is that she is like a singer. That's her career. That's yeah. what she made what her saying? fame off okay. of. So, like, girl, if you can't sing it, just stick to a simpler version. Word. But I get it. I appreciated that she was trying to do something different, something Creative jazzy, something license. cute. But, babe, it just it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Hair flip, <laughs> invisible, forty inch. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to talk about the meat and potatoes today So we are talking about <laughs> Boundaries Miss <clears throat> Town, go ahead Because you wanted to talk about this so bad I did, okay So I normally suck at asking questions So we're working <laughs> on it My question is What do you think um, of when you think of the word boundaries mm-hmm. Using five words mm-hmm. Five individual words They cannot be a sentence mm-hmm. Do you want me to go first? Yes, please. Please, because okay. I haven't figured out my five. So. My words are awesome. Um, okay. So they are possibilities, uh-huh. opportunities, sure. growth, dangerous, and confidence. One more time. One more time. One more time. So possibilities mm-hmm. and opportunities, mm-hmm. 
they're kind of the same side of the coin or mm-hmm. the opposite sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Um, growth. Okay. Dangerous. Okay. And confidence. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. So I th- I agree with growth. I agree with. I, uh, what else you said? You said dangerous confidence yeah i agree yeah growth confidence and um yeah like dangerous like you know fears and stuff and so that's what three so Mm. two more so i think another word for boundaries um it doesn't have to be another word for it just like a word that you associate with with a boundary Mm -hmm. comfort zone (laughs) right that too well well, comfort Comfort dash zone. Comfort, yes, <laughs> Comfort zone. And last one. Hutzpah. What does that mean? Hutzpah, like hustle, grit. So hmm, okay. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. And I feel that way because if you're not if you're not comfortable of you know stepping out of your comfort zone or you know stepping out of your boundaries, then you're not gonna get anywhere in life. So yeah, that's my 17 cents. Boop boop. Anything else? With that? No, I just take those words and think about them. Think mm. about what you associate with mm. boundaries and challenge yourself to think of a positive way to think about boundaries. Okay. That's the way I approach to this. Positive? I think mine were positive, right? I think your second one most certainly was. Which was what? Hutzpah. Hutzpah, yes. Hutzpah. <laughs> That's like Jewish, I think, or like Hutzpah. That means like grit. That I really hope we're hustle. saying that right. <laughs> hustle, grit. Um, Okay, so uh, we're going to ask each other a series of questions and we're going to just talk about them, okay? So since we're going to talk about boundaries, I wanted to know because I think this is a very serious question (laughs) and I think this is a very good conversation starter about boundaries. Do you feel comfortable with your friends shitting at your house? Y'all are more than welcome to. I will not be shitting at your house. (laughs) So you hear that, best friend? <laughs> so I'm going to shit at your house, even though I already did without your, without your knowledge. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> but you're welcome to poop in my 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 salon. My saloon. My loo. My loo. Whatever they say it. My the loo. loo. My loo? The loo. Not oh, my the loo. loo. The loo. loo. Mm-hmm. So you can come the in The washroom. My... Yeah, yes. The washroom. Yes. <laughs> um, but have spray. Don't do it after Chipotle. <laughs> Because I know how bad my farts be stank after Chipotle, okay, best friend. So, okay. So, I would, I would, but we gotta be real, real close though. Like, or if, if like, even if we're not close, I'm gonna just be like, yo, can I go to your bathroom? I'm still gonna shit, but I'm just gonna turn on the water. No, so, I will you know, go to fucking Target. So, no. Nope, because I don't <laughs> believe in public bathrooms. Because I don't want to get a war on my asshole. Nope. You have to, like, clean it, nope. and then you got to put the toilet paper on I there. I do. I do. I'm telling you, I will still find a pimple or something. Or you could just hover, you know, squat. You see? Mm. You see? I got a whole lot of... I got Thickness. a whole lot of... Yes. I got a whole lot of... Mm-hmm. I got a whole lot of meat back there. So, I'm... Like, it's it's, pr- it's pretty big. Like, Houston, Texas. I don't need to know all this, and it's, neither does anybody it's like, I'm telling you, it's like the size of Houston, Texas. So, it's pretty big. So, I don't think I can hover and just... Woo! No, I gotta sit. I gotta. I gotta, gotta sit. Get yeah. comfortable. Yeah, gotta <laughs> get comfy. Okay, so the next question. This is when we're gonna talk about like I guess like the psychology ish, sociology ish part of boundaries. So I'm fairly sure we all we every time when we hear about boundaries or just you know elevating in life 
and people will say, oh, I asked God to take away people from my life, right? Something to that, to those lines. But what about if it's you? Mm-hmm. What about if you're the problem? Because everybody is, it, it's so easy to point a finger saying, oh, it's them. They can't, they, they're the ones that God took out of my life, yada, yada, yada. But what about if it's you? Do you ever question yourself, like how you're truly affecting people around you? Go. Yes, exactly. How? Because that's what my current goal is as per the icebreaker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, Burning away what is not necessary mm-hmm. also involves reevaluating how mm-hmm. I treat those around me and how, what do I bring to my relationships mm-hmm. as far as friends, family. Romantic. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no, we're not there yet. Not there yet. Okay. But I mean, that's, I'm, I want to recenter around people that are in it for the long haul that I appreciate that I admire that I love and I love them unconditionally and I want them I want to be more for them and I mean for myself of course but definitely for them I feel like in our generation we tend to be so self self absorbed in such a negative way and we kind of forget that life is fleeting especially with the mass shooting that's occurred that it has completely doubled my efforts to recenter my focus on people who I can be kind to just because I have the ability to without having to spend money. It's just spending my effort and time. Yeah, of course. Because time is valuable because it's the only, that's the only thing that we can never get back. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? You, if you lose a limb, you can get an artificial one. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You break up, you lose a relationship, you always get a new one. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? You lose hair, you get a wig. <laughs> you, or a weave. Okay. You lose 15 pounds, you might gain 25. So you Depends gotta be, on the season. Okay. So <laughs> the way I see it, like, again, the whole thing before I was saved, I do feel like it was me. I do feel like I was a person that was bringing the problems, causing drama, talking shit behind people's back not a loyal person whatsoever mm-hmm. but now that i am saving now that i am like trying to you know just be the best nick that i'm trying to be i'm just gonna flat out and say it, it is it is everybody else because i know <laughs> i know what i fucking bring to the table you know what i'm saying because i'm because even like, i'm fairly because you you haven't even known me that long but i'm fairly sure that you can agree with me that like i'm like i'm a man of my word i want i when for the people that are uh, how do you say it? The people that come into my life, I have very high expectations for them. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I expect people who are around me to be great in whatever the fuck they, which they're trying to do in life. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Either be that business, be that personal, be that mental, anything. I expect you to be great because I expect myself to be great. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. why wouldn't I want the best for you if I can't even do that for myself? Does that make sense? Yes. Um, but like, no, but I'm, I'm being so, I know that's like a a bold statement to say, but it's true. I do feel like it is everybody else because I know what I bring to the table. Obviously I'm not perfect, but I do know what I bring to the table. And I do, and I do constantly, constantly ask myself like, damn, even when, even when everything's fine and even when everything's chill, like, okay, all right, I'm starting to get comfortable this this yeah. might be a sign. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> then I'll be like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, like I like I'll get comfortable when I feel like I'm not growing. So I'll be like, 
okay, am I doing everything okay? Am I a good person? Do I check up on them? Um, do I help in any way I can? Um, do I know their family? Do I say mm-hmm. hi to their family? You get what I'm saying? Just little things like that. Like, I feel like that are so important because, you know, like common, not only common courtesy, but just little things go a long way. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think exactly what you talked about when you said use two words that we used already to describe boundaries without you probably even noticing it, which were growth and comfort. Mm -hmm. So, okay, and that low key was kind of what I said. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So just like you know, throwing it in there. Um, It's definitely an important part of creating boundaries because growth means they're never going to stay the same so you exactly. may feel right exactly. now that everybody else is the problem but later on in life you might say hey maybe it's time for me to expand maybe. my boundaries maybe. i'm too comfortable maybe. maybe i need to grow maybe and i need to change them maybe so that's like said, another like perspective of yeah. working on and consistently definitely. Definitely. growing towards greater boundaries amen amen definitely oh you hit it right on the head but like i said nick right now 2018 i don't know what today is it's february something I got you. It's the 22nd. It's February 22nd. I do believe as everybody else. So, ding. And also, I will include these questions down in the description. So, if you, feel free to answer this yourselves. Yeah. So, that would be dope, right? Um, what's the next question? Okay. So, when you're talking to your friends. Okay. So, this is like a three-part question. So, we're going to start part <laughs> to part. Okay. So when you're talking when you're talking to your friends, what percentage of the conversation is about other people? Go. Mm, a lot, okay. but it also de- so at a scale of a hundred, how much? Well, that's what I'm trying to think because mm. it also depends on what like kind of friend group you're with. Okay. So some people like they're your fun friends, and mm-hmm. other friends are your truer friends. Okay. So. Maybe you might be talking about other people because it's just talking shit about social media. Okay. Whereas you might be talking about other people like your friend's family okay. and how it's affecting them. Okay. So I would probably say like 75% of the time mm-hmm. you're at least talking about other people. It could be the other person you are talking to okay. that could be included in that 75%. So is that so is that both ways negative and positive that you're talking about other people? Yes. Okay. So split 75 and okay. half. Okay. I don't do math. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, with me, I really had to think about this because first and foremost, I'm going to sound like real, uh, how do you say, like, I guess like macho or just like, like, like bougie, a, not bougie, but like kind of like a tool kind of, Oh God. kind of like a tool because <laughs> I, per- I personally feel like men I personally like this, this is me. I personally feel like men should not gossip. I feel like if you mm-hmm. consider yourself a for real man, a for real man with some balls, you do men do not gossip. They might they might, you know, say their opinion about somebody, but they're not like, "Oh, so 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 you heard what oh, so, 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 talk about so, so, so. No. That's not me. That's not how that's not how I was raised. That's not how I ever will be. Okay. That's a lie because what before I was saved, I was that gossiping ass motherfucker. But now I don't gossip because like I feel like I feel like why am I wasting my breath and putting my 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 thought process onto somebody else's name if I have nothing else if I have nothing nice to say about it? Yeah, you get what I'm saying. It's not benefiting at anybody all, at all. Not mentally, not subconsciously, not physically. Nothing. I'm not getting money from mentioning your name. Nothing. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of funny because me me trying to get on TV. So one day I'm going to someday I'm going to have to talk about other people. But I, I 
I pride myself in always talking about people in the best light. Even though I might not agree with them, it's just how I feel. You get what I'm saying? Okay. You get what I'm, Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. Because in the percentage of me talking to my friends about other people, again, is not gossiping. It's probably just me, like, discussing an issue yeah. that I'm having or just something that I experienced or something. Because some, cause most of the times when I do talk about somebody else, it usually reflects on me because I'm telling them an experience that, yeah. I'm, that I dealt with a certain person. So I would honestly say like less than 10% that you'll ever catch me Damn. talking about somebody else. Because like I said, I, I pride myself to be the best man that I can be. And to me, a man doesn't gossip. Like if you're a man and if you fucking gossip, you a hoe. That's it. I you guess- a hoe. I look at gossip differently because I'm looking at it as ways to learn from whatever the actual topic of the gossip you is, not necessarily so? the person. Because like, like gossip is so toxic and it's so fucking annoying. It is because we use gossip in that way. Mm-hmm. If we use it to talk about experiences mm-hmm. rather than the person, and exactly what you're saying, like you are, when you're telling your story, it's just because that person's in there that yeah, you exactly, throw their exactly, name in. Exactly. 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 So. But I'm not talking about like, oh, so you know, what's sleeping with? Like, mm-hmm. no, that's not me. Nope. Next, not me. Um, so the next part of the question is, what percentage, of com- what percentage of your conversation is about other people that don't even know you? Mm. Do celebrities count? They don't know you. So that's like that still goes on with like the the conversation of like gossip and like oh you heard what Cardi B oh but I love talking about Cardi B and like a oh okay I'd probably say like seventy um how how much of my conversation is about other people that don't even know me it's again it's not um it's because either I'm talking about them because I'm like damn, I can't wait to meet them. I yeah. want them as a mentor, some bullshit like that. Talking like, oh, they inspire me, this, 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 this. Or I'll be like, oh, I saw them do this. Yeah, it's, it's mostly for reference yeah. because you can, especially yeah. celebrities, like either somebody else likes them as well and wants to speak about them mm-hmm. or they are like yeah. part of the news. Yeah. So they're going to be spoken of. Because I have... No, nah, not friends, because nah, that's not my cup of tea. But I do have family members that they will talk shit about people that they don't even know. So let's, mm-hmm. let's say me and you have a problem, and I tell my cousin about it. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about a specific cousin, so if y'all listening, relax. But <laughs> the shoe fits, bitch. Um, but say I'm, I'm me and you in a little scuffle, and I tell my cousin about it. I have, I have cousins that will literally hate you. Talk shit about you, but don't know. A, they don't know nothing about you. They never. They don't even know how to pronounce your name. Like, they don't know nothing about you, but they they'll talk about your hair, your eyelashes, your eyeballs, your booty, all that. So that's like, just it's ignorant. It's middle school. Yeah, it's childish. It's high school, like high it. school. If you do that in high school, you should be ashamed. <laughs> like embarrassing. You have kids fucking marching for their lives, and you want to sit here and trash talk someone Amen. you don't know. Like Amen. no, uh. Uh-uh. You need to get it together. You need to recenter and burn whatever the fuck yeah. you don't need in your life. <laughs> so for me, so when it comes to talking about other people that don't even know me, when it comes to referencing more, than, more yeah, yeah, just about 90% something, something. Yeah. Just about. I mean, it's unavoidable with yeah. social media. Yeah, of course. Um, and the last part of that question is, 
No, excuse me. There's two two more. Wait. <laughs> what part? Oh yeah. What percentage of your conversation is about people that you don't even know? Oh yeah. And what percentage of your conversation is about ideas to help each other grow? For me, that's 100. Yep. I always I'm trying to come up with some idea like, yo, what's good? Like, what you trying to do? How can I help? Oh, let's do this. Oh, oh, what about you? Oh, you ever thought of that? I am that person. Point blank period. 100% of the time, I'm always down to help somebody. I'm always down for, like, to be, like, a listening ear for somebody because I know yeah. when I'm having problems, I like to talk about it. So I I like to listen. And because I'm a naturally curious person anyways, so I kind of like being nosy in people's business. But, like, I'm not going to talk about it. Like, I'm not going to, like, spread your business. But I do feel like, oh, I, I'm, I'm wanted. You know, somebody Aww. wants to talk, talk about their, their their mess with me. <laughs> okay, thanks. So, yeah, what about you? I second that. Um, it's one of the things that I'm working on currently okay. that I'm okay. burning. Okay. Um, is I f- It's kind of like only child syndrome. I have this horrible mm. habit of I feel like I overspeak mm. um, about myself. So I really am trying to focus more on like reflecting the conversation or deflecting it towards the other person mm. so that they have an opportunity to speak if they want it. Mm. Um, I enjoy being a listener because I know that I would want someone to listen as intently as I try to mm. or aspire to mm. when someone is talking to me. Um, so, yeah, that's Aww, about it. that's so nice. <laughs> okay, and then this is like how, this is another section of that same question. How How are you contributing to your friends' lives through your words? So for me, I feel like, well, I would like to think that I like inspire them or like motivate them or just mm-hmm. like hopefully get them out of this funk that they're yeah. in. You get what I'm saying? Or in like not even in terms of like business, but just in terms about like life mm-hmm. and just like mental health. Like like I said, like if somebody has a problem, I'm willing to listen. Yes. And I'm willing to like give my twenty seven cents and tell them like, okay, maybe yeah. if you did this or you know, because, like, I'm I'm the kind of a person, like, I look at both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. So I always try to see, like, all right, like, okay, so you did this because they did that. All right. But, damn, but you snapped, so that's why they acted like that. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? So if you would have did this. You have to you be ob- s- almost objective, but. Because, like, I like to see both sides of the story. Objectively empathetic. That word that I can't spell, but <laughs> what about you? I feel the same way. Um mm. Let me reread the question <laughs> so I make sure I answer it. It says, correct. how are you contributing to your friends' lives through your words? So for me, like words are great, but I was once recommended to read the five love languages. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that people love is through words of affirmation. Yes. And I feel like it's something so simple and it requires nothing but the thought of a compliment or a comforting word. So I really try and use those yeah, um, effectively. And if they're, if they're wanted, mm-hmm. because I would never want to overstep and be overbearing towards somebody and then be like, Make bitch, I don't even like you that much. <laughs> like, why the fuck are you talking to me? <laughs> why are you telling me you appreciate me? Bitch? Yeah. I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to know your boundaries within your bitch, friendship. I don't know you, bitch. Like Mariah. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her. Okay. Okay, so 
this is another question. This is like, I'm done with those questions. This is another separate question. So do you believe your friends have grown or have learned something with you being in their lives? That's the first part. Mm -hmm. Are you aware of your friends' current challenges and concerns? And are they aware of yours? So start with the first part. Go ahead. Um, one of my friends said that every person they meet has a lesson to teach them. So I feel like even if I'm unaware, I'm sure that we have each friendship or relationship has taught each other a lesson, Mm -hmm. um, either wanted or unwanted, wanted, unwanted, consciously or subconsciously, Mm -hmm. like you have learned Mm -hmm. from this encounter. Mm -hmm. Um, currently... One of Are my you still very in the first part? no, the second oh, part. Oh, sorry, One I'm of sorry, my sorry. very very good friends is in Australia, so we're on different time zones, um, but we keep you know up to date through Snapchat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not one that will kind of check in on someone every day. Mm-hmm. I kind of like do purges, so mm-hmm. I'll like <laughs> talk to somebody for like a month, and then I'll be like, all right, peace out. I'll see you in like. Four, and we can do this again. <laughs> oh my God. So that's the way I, I handle kind of friendships. So <laughs> well, I mean, I you can so only talk feelings. about something like you can only have like, hey, how are you conversations yeah. that spiral off so into much, something yeah. fantastic yeah. so many times. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, if you can't verbal spar every day, then you gotta I go. Love a good <laughs> verbal spar. Mm, I do. Um, do I believe my friends have grown or have learned something with me being? I can answer this for you. Yes. <laughs> oh, you think so? Thank you. Thank you. I do. I do. Not again. Not in terms of business. I'm just talking about in terms of just being, just being a fucking human. You know, just being like, what? Why are you looking at me? Like no, that? you were just like, you know. I was like, yeah, I do know. What up? Like, <laughs> no, continue. No, oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, but like, like. Because I know I talk about, like, oh, hustling, oh, you got to own your own business, like, fuck the man. But, like, I'm talking about, like, just being, like, a human. I feel like I'm that kind of person that, like, nah, don't think like that, friend. Nah, tighten up. Nah, don't think. I'm sorry. Don't think like that, friend. No, you better than that. I feel like you're Best friend, right? Best friend, right? Thank you. My best friend is in the in the studio audience. Um, But, yes, I am that kind of a person that. I will let you know, like, nah, you better than that. No. So you, oh, so you gonna let them take away your spirit? Nah, nope. You're kind of like a hype man. <laughs> like a personal, Hello? like, life hype right? man. Right, best friend, right. <laughs> right, okay. So, I know, I feel like, cause this, okay, this might sound cheesy. I like being people's cheerleaders because. Oh, why not? That's I, one of the best feelings in the world. Ex- it's like giving a gift. Exactly. I like being people's cheerleaders because I never had my own. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I always wanted my own. So I feel like if I can be somebody else's cheerleader, maybe someday I can get someone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand. So um, Kind of projecting what you want into yeah. the universe and hoping that like. But not in people, like a selfish way, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Hoping the people that you care about understand how much you care yeah. about them through this expression yes 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 because like not nah, because like because i'm not one to talk about drama like if it's like personal stuff like you going through something that's different but like mm-hmm. you just talking about like bullshit drama like mess me with that like mess me with that like that's not that talk talk to your girlfriend or something <laughs> talk to talk to the niggas that you smoke with because like that's not me that is totally not me and are my friends aware 
Am I aware of my friend's current situations? Yes, because I always ask, yo, how you doing? Just check up, check, just checking up on you. What's good? Um, just little things like that. Like, how was work? All right, like, what's going on in your world? Are you good? Like, the, most of the time it'll be, yeah. But, you know, there's always that one day. Yeah, like, they damn. really need to hear someone ask that question. Like, damn, like, yo, for real, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not even feeling it today. Like, 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 even with, like with my best friends, like, um, they'll be like, either they'll be like, oh, like, I'll call you tomorrow. Like, the ones that are in the military. Or they'll be like, or the one that's here, he'll be like, fool, I'm not even feeling it today. Just just come over during the weekend or something. Aww. You know what I'm saying? So, like, but it's just like, all right, all right, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. Yeah. But we'll, but we'll usually do talk about it. And then, you know, I'm like, nah, so you're going to let them talk to you like that? You better than that. Like, you're my friend. You're not going to let them bully you. Man, you better. Like, hello. Like, how dare you? Like, I bless you with such greatness. And you just going <laughs> to disrespect yourself like that? Like, nah. Like, that's not how it is. But, no, I feel like I'm very aware of my friend's situation. Obviously, if they're willing to share. Yes. I'm not a fucking psychic. But, obviously, if they're willing to share, yes, I do know. Um, And if they're aware of mine, duh, because when I got to talk about it, if I'm feeling it, like, Mm -hmm. I'm that kind of person that I have to talk about my feelings. Call me a bitch, call me a pussy, but it's true. That's just how I mentally get through it. You know, that I have to talk about it. No, I mean, the faster and the more willing you are to confront whatever is frustrating you, yeah. the quicker you're able to continue being yourself and, like, letting go of that stressor. That's the sign of a goat. Just saying, greatest of all time. Okay. These were the ones that you came up with. So sure, I'll ask him. Go ahead. Okay, so the first one is, how does entertainment help us identify boundaries? Okay. So I guess I'll answer. How yes. does entertain? Okay, so I've told you this story many of times. I'm a latchkey kid, so pretty much meaning growing up, I wasn't allowed to do what the white kids were allowed to do. So I <laughs> everything, <wasn't, laughs> fucking everything. I wasn't allowed to go to people's houses. I wasn't allowed to have people over my house. I couldn't sleep over. I couldn't. They couldn't sleep over my house. The works. Like I, I couldn't go to people's birthday parties. None of that. Like. Wow. Like, I couldn't accept gifts. Like, no, no, nothing. I'm telling you, nothing. I could not accept gifts from people because my mom was like, oh, maybe they poisoned it or they stole it from somewhere, so you better give that back. Like, it's like, because we from the hood, so. I know. You know what I'm saying? So my mom always thinks the worst in people, but obviously for our safety. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed to have, like, I obviously I had a phone, but, like, after, like, let's say, like, 8.39, my dad took my phone and put it in his room. And it was like, I wasn't allowed to have, like, late night phone calls. I know. Oh, my gosh. Sneaking those things. (laughs) No, I wasn't allowed to do that. I wasn't allowed to do none of that. Um, So I pretty much, I guess, I can you guess you could say raised myself through the TV. Yeah. So that's how I learned, I guess. My mannerisms, my mm-hmm. morals, obviously from my family, but the big, bigger chunk of it came from, mm-hmm. um, you keep looking at my fingers, I'm sorry, am I distracting no, you? No, I was just thinking, you know, because you twirl like the little string so much, <laughs> we should do a segment where you try on weaves and see which ones you like the best for twirling. No. Um, what was I saying? Um, <laughs> we were talking about TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 
obviously I'll learn my morals from my family or whatever and like how to respect people from my family but like you know I guess yeah. how to survive in the world I learned mm-hmm. it from the TV like I learned it from talk shows yeah obviously like full circle right but um or I learned it from like competition shows like mm-hmm. like or reality shows like the real world Jersey mm-hmm. Shore like I'll take like the lessons that yes. you know even though Ratchet TV like that is ratchet, but like there's little lessons that you I mean, pick up. Their lessons are probably much closer or much more accurate than anything you that is watered so, down to be age appropriate. So, so things like that. So I feel like because I learned it from the TV, so in my own life, I was like, uh, no, <laughs> wrong, miss me with that. So I feel like it does, uh, you know, influence us like really like a lot. Yeah. And, and well, especially for like somebody like me, but go ahead. For the latchkey generation. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So the way I was thinking um, when I came up with this question mm-hmm. was I am obsessed with anime and Harry Potter. Yeah. And or even things like anime too, like that, fall, how that it yeah. would influence me. Yeah, but go ahead, sorry. No, it's okay. I'm just rediscovering books and falling in love with all of these fantasy um, series and whatever else I can get my hands on. And I never really realized until I reread the Harry Potter series and kind of like really analyzed um, cartoons and um, comic culture and anime culture to see how um, not only culturally, but just as um, a whole society, we use um, these forms of entertainment to identify common boundaries and also address how they affect one another Mm -hmm. and how they can potentially be fixed or be worsened. Mm -hmm. So- um, I feel that because I feel like cartoons and just TV in general, like they'll use like real life experiences. And that, but that's like again with like my situation, like those were real life experiences that like I could like lock away in my head. So I'm yeah. like, all right. So when this happens in my life, I already know how to deal with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I get, I guess, kind of the yeah. same way how we were influenced. It's just, kinda. it it's an expanded universe that can forever be changed, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to I guess um, fantasy and yeah. anime and mm-hmm. comics and whatnot because mm-hmm. they're completely made up and their references mm-hmm. are references to history yeah, for the most part like harry potter is referencing um world war Two. <gasps> shut up no yes really i didn't know yes that. like the entire series shut up yeah no. so when you kind of look so at it Voldemort through- is like i was about to say hitler but that's not world war Two. yeah yes yeah oh wow look at me the more you know yeah so when you kind of reread some middle school grade books once you're older they become vastly more interesting yeah so you know yeah when i saw the teletubbies at age 20 oh yeah how do i find these interesting like these little fat colorful aliens well one thing that i really enjoy about anime is how okay how strategic and in depth, they make all of yes, their characters, the characters supporting yeah, characters, like, random characters. Everybody has like a lesson to teach. Mm-hmm, Everyone mm-hmm, has their mm-hmm, own mm-hmm. struggles, and most of the times, they will see each character's story to come full circle mm-hmm. if they can. Especially mm-hmm. if they're part of like probably the core ten to fifteen people that mm-hmm, you see every mm-hmm. like episode. episode yeah. um, 
but I definitely find entertainment influencing boundaries mm-hmm. and how younger people can identify the world around them easier. Yeah. And it, <laughs> in a way, it can be safe and it can be detrimental because these yeah. stupid social media influencers doing stuff. But eh, yeah, you live and you learn. Next. Okay, so my second question is, how do you teach each other about boundaries? Which, for me, it ties into the question beforehand because I'm relearning mm. boundaries and maybe as an older person rereading Harry Potter, mm-hmm. I can identify why some children's mindsets are so limited mm. when they're going through experiences and how to better approach them. So which boundaries I could cross and tell them like how much information I could tell them. So that was my example and my answer. So you are, go ahead. Mine. So how do we teach each other boundaries? So like you said, uh, like, uh, I guess, like, revisiting certain things, like, mm-hmm. certain experiences, like, or even, like, through stories. Like, you know, when you yeah. tell somebody, like, an experience you had, like, with an ex or, like, with mm-hmm. a manager. Like, those are kind of, like, mm-hmm. you know, not subliminal hints, but those are, like, pretty much telling you, like, hey, this is what I, this is what I appreciate or mm-hmm. this is what I will accept, but this is not what I accept. You know what I'm yes. saying? Um, but even, not even with storytelling, just, like. Just, uh... Can I um, remind you of your answer you gave me? What? You said communication. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah. That's what I was just about to say. Like, when you... When you're, um... When you're dealing with situations with people... So, like, say... Say me, you dealt with... Like, say we went to Starbucks. Ooh! And we went... And we <laughs> My went... My heart. And then the barista was, like, rude to us. Then we would learn each other's boundaries, like... Um, you're not gonna talk to my girl yeah. like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like yeah. So what because you got white privilege, you think you're gonna talk to my man's like that? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So things like that. Like I said, like communication, like even things like as simple as like maybe a breakup, like, oh, this is why Yeah I broke up with you or this was my limit because you did such and such. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like well, I feel like the key to any relationship is communication. So yeah. little quote to put on a shirt ding, 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 ding. common ground dot shop coming soon oh okay well to continue <laughs> off of what you were saying about storytelling it's yeah. very factual because originally the grim fairy tales were to kind of um, if you don't know what the Grim Fairy Tales are, they're basically almost every single Disney story, okay, thank God. but undisneyfied like, and very. Because only Grim Fairy Tale that I know is the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. So keep going. Oh no, they're they're gruesome. Like, okay, um, if you want to ruin Disney childhood memories, check it out. If you find you medieval um, storytelling like interesting, the real versions of the fairy tale. Yes, like the real version of Snow White. The yes. real version of Sleeping Beauty. Oh, yes. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Like, so I guess like. Not the adult version, but like the real world yeah, version. Yeah, so okay. we have like grim fairy tales. We have in Asian culture, especially there are so many um, fables and stories true, of true. just different mythical experiences that teach or they have a lesson attached to them mm-hmm. in order to help refine mm-hmm. or identify boundaries. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's definitely a way that we expand each other's universes is through um communication but mainly through storytelling because like you said if you listen to someone they're gonna tell on themselves Mm -hmm. 
so oh, you, you can peep what I talk. yeah no yes. and ever since then i've been super mindful mm. of what i've been saying around people i'm like oh i need to shut the fuck <laughs> up <laughs> so just a little tidbit so y'all know what that what she's talking about so um so the way i learned it is through maya angelos one of one of her most famous quotes is that when somebody tells you about themselves listen so for example if i'm talking to town and there's a situation and i'm like girl i'm too lazy i ain't gonna do that i'm telling on myself that i'm naturally a lazy person Mm -hmm. or um let's say she tells me like oh i cheated on him because you know i ain't shit she told herself because she really ain't shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the quote is, listen to when people tell you when people tell you about themselves. Mm-hmm. And it can be the smallest little thing like, oh, yeah, I prefer red over blue. Or I'm a, I'm a, I'm a compulsive liar or something like that. Or I left him because he disrespected me. That. Or I... Mm. Or, or I'm, I'm, I'm a really, I'm a really uh, emotional person behind yeah. those doors, or something like that. Or I'm really detail oriented. Yes. So when people t- when people tell you about themselves, listen because they're literally telling on themselves. But also in that turn, gossiping can help you identify how people feel because they might be venting, mm-hmm. and the way that they vent will reveal a lot of how mm-hmm. their mind works. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Same and that, shit. And that's how. And put that. Put two and two together. That's exactly why I don't do gossiping no more. Because I be just be listening to motherfuckers and they like, nigga, you ain't shit. Anyways, right. get from me, my man. Get from me. Block my number. Fuck that shit. Mm. Fuck you. Beep beep beep. Boop, boop, boop. Okay, last one. Okay, so the last question that I have, which we've kind of been touching on in every single question <laughs> the entire time, mm-hmm. word, but. Word. It's how are boundaries helpful and how are they hurtful? Mm, okay. Helpful. It makes life a whole lot easier. Helpful in terms of, I guess, you succeeding in life. Mm-hmm. And not even with business, just in terms as a person and as a human. Harmful, again, with the communication thing. So if you don't communicate them, it's going to fuck you up. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So either you're going to get the shit into the stick or the people around you are going to get the shit into the stick. Yeah. Or somebody is going to go home and cry to their mom and be like, Nick is an asshole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or town is a bitch. And that's what we don't want. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes it's true. <laughs> um, Did that make sense though? Yeah. I mean, I think it, what it came down to is it, is it clear communication or a miscommunication that is making this boundary work or not work. But when I was thinking of these kind of boundaries, I was mostly thinking about um, boundaries that we can't really control. Okay. Um, Say that you are not the person in control of creating the boundary or setting the boundary. Okay. So So sell it to me. A parent, a parental boundary placed on a child. mm. They can be helpful in many ways. They can be hurtful in many ways and it just depends on how much growth Mm -hmm. that individual can attain or has attained because we all know that we have met many people in life that are either at our level of intelligence below or above Mm -hmm. so i feel like that's a boundary in and of itself that can you can't really change so you have to change the way you approach life which 
You better say something real fire. I'm I waiting know, on it. I know. I'm waiting on it. Come on. Come on. It's just, End the show with a good one. It's just... All right. So it's the way that you react to the boundary that matters most at yes. this point. Amen. Because Amen. Amen. like we're struggling right now with gun laws, mm-hmm. like the way that we're reacting on those three different platforms, the way that those people reacted mm-hmm. was an effective way to react. It was an intelligent way to react. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are other videos out there that were not effective and we're not intelligent. And that's mm-hmm. why we're not talking about exactly. them. So that's one way in which a boundary in itself is not being helpful, but mm-hmm. the way we're responding to it is helpful. Amen. If we talk about it more, I'll probably like jumble up my words. So let's goosebumps. <laughs> let's leave that. Ding, ding. <laughs> All right. So closing statements. What boundary are you currently working on? You go first. <laughs> okay. So, so the boundary that I'm currently working on is the one that I, I talked about um, on the icebreaker. So the one that um, that I feel like I need to be more assertive and not taking the high road. Yes. You know, which taking the high road is good, but sometimes you need to let a bitch know my nigga nah, like you I don't know who yeah. I don't fuck 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 from me. Like I don't know who you think you're talking to. Like I'm fucking Nicholas Jimenez, my nigga. You do not talk to me that way. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm you know. So I feel like that's the boundary that I'm working on. Oh, and also, even though I am an amazing conversationalist, I feel like communicating. I think I need to work on that a little bit more. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I feel so because <laughs> because and I'll tell you why. Because I have such a strong personality. And like I said, yeah, I'm always looking for the good in people. And I'm always pushing people to be great because I have high expectations for the people who are around me. So I need to work on that. Like, sometimes, like, I need to, like, hold back a little bit. When they ready, yeah. I'm going to give it all to them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the thing. And, like, I feel like listening more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like listening and self-love are consistent boundaries to be working on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one that I'm really trying to focus my efforts on is reverting back to the five love languages and being very mindful of the boundaries within my family mm-hmm. and ways to, I guess, overcome them with love and kind of melt them away so that... Um, mm-hmm we can have a better conversation, better communication. Um, That's really where my focus is at right now is family. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, so takeaways. Three, go. Three takeaways? Three takeaways. What do you mean by takeaways? From our whole conversation, like, what did you take away from it? Like, are there any lessons that you learned or anything? (laughs) Well, I ain't going nowhere, but... Um, I guess... One one of my takeaways that I'm always super like tuned into is mm-hmm. um, just pay attention to your surroundings. Okay. Um, be mindful that just because a boundary isn't affecting you doesn't mean that it's not important mm-hmm. um, to be identified and either overcome, fixed, um, broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my second one would be that just because a boundary has been made does not mean that it is proper. Okay. And we're, that's one that has definitely come to light as far as um, the shootings are concerned, mm-hmm. as well as just personal boundaries. I mean, if you really want to increase 
your self-fulfillment, I think it's necessary for you to break boundaries that you yeah. have created for yourself and yeah. try and expand and grow on them, Amen. which would be the burning, <laughs> the burning. That's what the we're going to call it from now on, the, the burning. burning. Um, I'm sure I'll think of one when you start speaking, so okay. go. <laughs> okay, so me, one takeaway is that, uh, like I said, um, being able to listen more. Mm-hmm. So especially when I'm dealing with people, listen to what words they say. Mm-hmm. So if they tell me about themselves, I can yeah. be fast with it. So if so if I can't so like before I make too rash of a decision and be extremely close with them, if I don't if what they have already told themselves about them wait, wait, wait how am I saying this? What they already told me about themselves and that they don't align with me, deep deep get from me that's one takeaway um yeah well another takeaway is like i said communication is the key to to any relationship business yeah friendship romantical that's communication fantastical yeah (laughs) communication is through and through like because we're we're humans we're social creatures so we need to communicate you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. even animals even my spirit animal the whale they communicate through, like, you know, they're singing, thing like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's so beautiful and it's so calming. And they communicate miles away from mm-hmm. each other. So look how they do it. Why can't we? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? There was a little quote there that was fire, but I, I guess I missed it. And my third one is uh, push yourself. Push yourself yeah. to not only to be great, but to be exactly who you want to be. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So be that with boundaries, be that with just mental situations and mental shortcomings. Push yourself in any way, shape, or form. Or like I said, talk about it. Yeah. Because cause if you don't know, maybe somebody else knows. You get what I'm saying? And if you mm-hmm. have dope-ass friends like I do... They'll tell you, my nigga, you tripping. Shut up. Go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they'll let me know, like, bitch, you tripping. Just shut up. Go. Do it. Now. So, yeah. yeah that's my tree. Okay. I guess the one more that I'm kind of, like, mulling over is okay. that a boundary, as concrete as we make them seem, sure. they're pretty fluid. They have multiple sides to them. Amen, because we're, we're humans. They can be positive negative indifferent the way that we approach them mm-hmm. but boundaries even though they seem to be something that is more like an obstacle at times mm-hmm. that is not nearly the case and we should be very aware that pushing ourselves and resetting our mindsets yes. and the way that we yes. envision our world and how we react to it is very important yeah that oh there was a quote some there that I could put in the shirt but <laughs> there was so that's it you guys I know that was a fucking long ass episode you're but welcome I, but I feel like it was dope though I feel like it was dope like every other fucking episode and our studio audience was laughing and kikikiing and snickering and, stuff and sleeping and, and sleeping <laughs> and eating snickers and stuff but but yeah I feel like this was a lit episode so y'all know where to follow us at pod common ground no at pod common ground why I keep saying the pod common ground Instagram Twitter okay YouTube the common ground anchor the common ground 
Apple Podcast, The Common Ground, wherever the fuck you find podcasts, bitch. You better find us. <laughs> wow. We're and sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we're so aggressive. <laughs> I got to. Call to action. Call to action. And follow us on our regular Instas at urban underscore gym and at Christina underscore town. With an E that, at the end. That, yeah. That one. What? Anyways, but yeah. <laughs> okay, I love you guys. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye. This is my ASMR. Say bye. And I'm doing Email if you want that to happen. Oh, email too. I'm so <laughs> glad that you said that. Email too. Email us at thecommonground.info at gmail.com. Email us because we've been in our email list. I, I, dab, dab on dab. them. Boop. Bye. That was really good. Okay, let's go home. Cool.